Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Keeping It Real On Purpose, a show where we come together with real talk about real issues and struggles in life, relationships, and of course, in business on purpose. I am your host, Edna White, and today our guest is Susie B., who is not only a business owner, she's an author, a speaker, a podcast host, and a life coach. Welcome to Keeping It Real On Purpose, Susie B. Thank you, Edna, I'm excited to be here. Thanks, thanks, I'm so glad you're here today. So uh, we had a little, little chat before, you know, showtime started, but I wanna get right into it and find out how you show up in the world today. Well, I show up with a lot of enthusiasm for whatever it is that's going on. <laughs> that's kind of one of the things that I, uh, really try to um, make sure that I have a lot of zeal for life and uh-huh. whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm really committed to. So right. whether that be my family or whether that be my business or my podcast or whatever it is, right. um, I really try to keep my energy high and mm-hmm. um, that's kind of how I show up as myself. That's wonderful. Tell us a little bit about your business. What is it that you provide for the world? Yeah, I started out as a personal trainer. About 13 years ago, I became a personal trainer because I absolutely love the human body. Mm-hmm. And it's such a gift to be able to work with people and help them to understand and love and, and repair their human bodies as well. And uh, so I started in the personal training space. And then about five years ago, I, uh, I went through postpartum depression. And I realized the power of habits on my mental health. Ah. I worked with my physical health clients for years and years on their physical health habits. But until that point, I hadn't really applied the system of habit formation to other aspects of my life. And so at this point, I sort of made the shift into focusing on mental health habits. And it completely brought me back to life. It was absolutely a life-changing experience. And after that, I I took my same habit formation process and I applied it to my finances and my Mm -hmm. family relationships and my faith and all these different aspects of my life. And I just realized... Simple habits change everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe that, too. Simple habits. And you got to have a willingness, right? You have to. Do you have to have that willingness to kind of implement that or um, purposely <laughs> have that, yes, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Exactly. So my book is called Life Conscious. And that word conscious is yes. about living life all with your eyes wide open and awake yeah. and aware of what's actually going on. And whether or not you start out the process with that willingness and that desire to change Mm -hmm. or you get into the process because you don't have that desire to change that consciousness is going to bring you into that awareness that you need in order to even know, you know, how am I actually spending my time? How am I actually spending my energy and what, what parts of my life are good and what parts of my life are are pulling me in a negative direction? Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you, when you, you, how do you know when you're being pulled into a negative direction? I think you can feel that um, there's two ways to struggle, but in my opinion, there's a struggle that you can tell there's something you need to learn from it and there's something you're going to get out of it. Okay. And whether or not you can tell that when you're in it or not, I mean, there's, there's a fine line there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the other struggle is you can tell this isn't for you. This ah. is not the way. This is not right for you. It just gotcha. feels in your intuition or in your brain or however you want to feel in your heart. It just doesn't feel right for you. Yeah. And that's uh, a huge part of 
kind of my business or my uh, journey as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. has been very much, you know, listening to what feels right for me. Yeah. And uh, feeling that negativity, like if if something in my business or in my family or something feels really really difficult and I just feel like I'm hitting my head against a wall, mm-hmm. ask you know I ask myself. Is this hard because it's new or is it hard because it's not the right way? Right. Yeah, and that's a part of it sitting down and kind of talking that through. Because usually when we yeah. get confused, we're like, which way do we go? Which way do we go? You know, we're moving around <laughs> trying to figure it out. Which way do we go? And instead yeah. of sitting down and saying, is this really what I'm, I need to do? Something I want to do? Something that somebody told me to do? Is it for me or if it's not for me? You know, we don't ask ourselves those questions. We don't sit with those those questions. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And oftentimes we don't give ourselves the time to even think that. Like we just kind of go with the flow and yeah. whatever's happening is happening. And yeah. we're just in it. Yeah, yeah. But if we take a second to really, you know, reflect on why am I here? And is this the direction I want to be going? Is this the, the, is this the best way for me to be spending my time? Yeah. I struggle with the word best, but is this a, a positive <laughs> way for me to be spending my time? Yeah. Versus, you know, just going with it and letting life happen versus making life happen. Absolutely. Now, you talked about postpartum depression and how that kind of was a pain point for you that connects you just to your people in your business. Um, Can you give us some, like, enlightenment about what that is and, and, you know, how you began to kind of crawl out of that? You bet. So, there's a lot of... um, obvious signs of postpartum depression, if you will, that people know about, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that people don't. Right. And so I didn't have any of those obvious experiences. Wow. I wasn't sad. I wasn't disconnected from my baby. Like, I didn't have that separation, anxiety, or any of that. Right. I had a great relationship with my baby. I loved being his mom. Yeah. And I'd had three other kids, so right. this was my fourth child. I'd never experienced it with my, any of my other kids. Mm-hmm. And so I did not know there was something wrong. Um, Wow. Probably for about a year, Mm -hmm. I just sort of dealt with this. And I just, you know, was like we were just talking about. I was just going with the flow. I just thought, well, this is the way life is now. Mm -hmm. So here we go. And one day I was at the park with my kids. And I remember thinking, I should be enjoying this. And I'm not. Why? Like this used to bring me joy. Sitting here watching my children play at the park, holding my baby, used to bring me joy. Why am I not feeling that anymore? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just this one experience. It was, you know, it had been 12 months by now. And wow. I still was just feeling like something is off here. The things that used to make me happy no longer did. And I had not changed. And so I'm like, what in the world is different here? And so I was sort of voicing these thoughts to my cousin. And uh, she was like, you've got postpartum depression. And I'm like, no, I don't have the sadness. I don't have the anxiousness or the, the you know, that disconnect from my baby. And she's like, no. If there's something that has changed about you and Mm -hmm. the way that you feel from the time you had your baby until now, you have a chemical imbalance that came postpartum. I'm like, what? This is crazy. She's like, go see a doctor. I'm like, I don't know. And uh, to give you kind of, uh, I don't know, a glimpse into where my head was at at the Uh time, I I thought, you know, postpartum depression, I don't want a diagnosis. I don't want to go see a doctor. Right. They're just going to tell me I have this thing and they're going to put me on medication. Right. I don't want that. Yeah. And so I fought this for like another month or two after I had talked to her. Mm-hmm. And finally, I just, it broke down, if you will, which is ridiculous. Don't break down. Just go get the help you need. <laughs> like, oh my God. So silly. 
just so annoyed at myself that I went through this for so long. <laughs> just go get that. Yeah, go get it, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no shame in it. There's no, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. Anyway, so I finally got my head right and went and saw a doctor. She's like, absolutely, this is what you have. Why have you waited so long? Right. Like, I know. <laughs> anyway, she's like, well, there's, you know, there's a couple of things we can do. I think we should put you on medication just at the beginning. And then I want to taper you off quickly. And I'm like, good. I don't want to be on medication forever. And she's like, yeah, but I need you to make your mental health priority number one. Right. And I'm like, I've never done that. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, go home. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I want you to go home and figure it out. And I'm like, well, that's a tall order. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> so as I'm driving home, I feel I, what I consider to be divine intervention and divine inspiration. I was inspired to try my own program that okay. I had put my um, healthy clients through, my, my personal training clients with their health habits mm-hmm. and my mental health. Okay. And so I sat down and this was a habit formation pro- or a program. Okay. So I sat down and I wrote down some health, uh, mental health habits for myself. Gotcha. And over the next two months, I did these simple things every single day. And they were so incredibly simple, like so simple. One of them was listening to music. One of them was taking a multivitamin, which mm-hmm. those two things require almost no effort or time. Right. And then the third one was um, affirmations, which, you know, you just look mm-hmm. at yourself in the mirror and say some statements to yourself. Right. And I thought, all right, these are the three most basic things out there. And, you know, I, I knew they weren't going to make a difference. And within like two weeks, I felt like I had come back into my body. Like I felt like I, I felt like myself again for the first time in a year and a half. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I was doing these mental health habits. And uh, over the course of two months, I really reconnected with myself. And that is how I described pers- my postpartum depression was I hadn't disconnected from my child. I hadn't lost my emotions. I had lost myself. And so if you're experiencing that or if you've been through something where you just feel different Mm -hmm. and there's no way to explain it. I was angry all the time. I was never happy anymore. It was really, really different for me. I'm a very upbeat, very yellow personality. And I felt like I just been the lights had been turned off. And so that's how I describe my personal or my postpartum depression is if you feel disconnected from yourself, from the time you had your baby to after you had your baby, mm-hmm. there's something there that you need to get help with. Right. Yeah, you definitely do. Cause I know that I know that I experienced that when I, um, was it, um, working and the work had really got to me, you know, really, it was getting to me. And I was like, I normally like doing what I do. You know, I've, I've done it for like 20 something years and I love what I do. I love what people and, um, why am I getting angry? Why am I just like being really short? You know? And I had to sit down and say, Hey, something's going on. And I went to the doctor. I was like, yeah. Um, he asked me two questions. He says, um, do you feel like harming yourself? I said, absolutely not. Do you like, do you, do you wish to harm other people? I said, absolutely. Yes. I'd like to go into the zoom screen <laughs> and choke who I'm talking to. He says, yeah. he said, he started laughing. He's like, this is serious. Yeah, I think you need to um, get off a couple of weeks <laughs> and yeah. really get some yeah. time off. And I said, Ian, he's like, I want you to start this medication. It's really low in dosage, but I, I think you need to, to get away a little bit, you know. But I was absolutely mm-hmm. serious. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I got to do something because I, I felt myself changing. And like you said, I wanted to, I, I, I'm, I'm very into like, as soon as I feel something going on, I'm at the doctor's. And not that I'm a pill person at all because they know me. All of them know me. I give me something, 
give me something something else besides medication. Let's try everything until we get to the medication part. But um, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, you're definitely out feeling. I could see it on the tension. My forehead was wrinkled. It was bad. It was really bad. So when you do feel those things, yeah, you're right. Pay attention. Pay attention to your body. That's really good. That's really good stuff. Audience, yeah. pay attention. Yeah, that's such an important thing is just paying attention and listening to yourself. Like I do this with my personal training clients too, is, you know, if you're doing squats at one level and mm -hmm. you go to the next level, you hear or feel a pain in your knee. Listen to that. Like there's a reason your body is giving you feedback. that's telling you, Hey, we're not ready for this. Let's go back to where we were and work up to it. Right. Such an important thing to do. And so, you know, if there's a change in your life, if there's a direction that you're headed, that's, isn't quite right for you or right. isn't what you should be or, you know, need Right. your body or your mind or, you know, something within you, your intuition is going to give mm -hmm. you a response. It's going to give you that feedback and it's your opportunity. It's your gift to be able to listen to that and make the shift and, and make some changes and go into that trial and error that I talked about earlier. Just, you know, figure out, is this the right way for me? And if it's not, maybe shift it a little bit and yeah. see, all right, let's try this for a minute and see if that feels better. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to be willing to uh, shift, and that's important. Shifting yeah. and pivoting and all of that, you have to be able to move out of that and make changes for yourself. That makes sense. So, can you tell us a little bit more about your book now? Now we we know about your business. Tell us about your book. You know, I hear you got a book here. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, my book's called Life Conscious by Susie B. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's available on Amazon or on my website or wherever. Um, but the book kind of is. It was my therapy. <laughs> the writing of the book sort of happened on its own. I started journaling about my experience. Mm -hmm. and, um, after I'd come back to life, like I talked about, I just couldn't keep it to myself. I started sharing it with everybody I could talk to. Like, hey, did you know? Right. <laughs> you know, if you do three simple things a day, you can absolutely change the way you feel in just two months. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to explain the process to people because it had been such a life-altering year for me. Yeah. And I, I just could never quite get the words right. Right. So I decided to sit down and write it down, and the book kind of just jumped out of me and spilled out of me, and uh, me and my laptop, <laughs> we had this little therapy session for about six weeks, and uh, it just it just came right out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's how writing is, and that's how journaling is, and that's how getting the message out happens. <laughs> no instructions. <laughs> yep, exactly, yep. No instruction, just happens. Yeah, so at the beginning of the, the first half of the book, I talk about the process itself of how habits are formed and how to use your conscious and your subconscious together so you can make real lasting change. Mm -hmm. And then the second half of the book, I talk about five pillars, which is the image that I use for your big goals, your big focuses in, in life. Okay. And uh, the pillars are your self-love, your physical health, your faith, family, and finances. And, Hello! Uh, I just did a workshop on that. I love it. You are confirming everything. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> well, this is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Hello. I love it. Go ahead, Susie B. Go ahead. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. I love hearing that other people are doing the same thing. I think it's wonderful. Yes. Good message that needs to get out there and more people need to use exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's just how to... Uh, Apply these simple habits okay. to different areas of your life and mm -hmm. really make a difference that actually lasts. That's probably the biggest thing I struggle with, especially mm -hmm. in the personal training world, is there's so many fad diets and there's so many extreme exercises that are going to get you results for a month or two, but mm -hmm. I'm not interested in results for a month or two. Right. 
I'm interested in actions for a month or two that give you results for a lifetime. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, me too. Me too. And how do you, um, you know, you, t you talked about, you know, getting habits. So now um, I've heard that uh, habits can um, be formed in, I think they said 14 days. Is that right? Something like that. One says 14 yeah. days, one says 30. How do you, you get yourself out of a, maybe a bad habit and get moving towards a good habit? Yeah, so there's two parts of your brain that have to be involved in order for a habit to stick. Okay. And the first part is your conscious, which is the part that you're aware of, awake about, and, and then things you're thinking about on purpose. Okay. And that you can shift into there in about two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. So somewhere gotcha. in that first month, you definitely mm -hmm. can make some progress in your conscious mind. Mm -hmm. But that's where the research gets uh, kind of funky is those changes aren't going to last. Those habits are not actually habits yet. Okay. So those are things that have shifted and you become aware of in the short term, but they're uh -huh. not going to stay with you. The magic really, really happens after the second month. So there's a, in, in my research, I have found that there's three basic phases to forming a habit. The first mm -hmm. is your conscious personalization where you become aware and awake and you fit this thing into your life. All right. The second is called the slump or um, in the book, Atomic Habits, he phrases it as um, the plateau of latent potential. Mm -hmm. and what happens? Mm -hmm. Um, there's a disconnect between those two parts of your mind. So the first phase is your conscious. The third phase is your subconscious. And the second phase in between there, there's like yeah. a gap. There's like okay. a space that those two parts of your brain haven't quite communicated to each other yet. Mm -hmm. And that's why most of us give up on our New Year's resolutions before February 1st. <laughs> that's why most of us can only do 14 days of something because yeah. we haven't harnessed the amazing power of connecting our conscious to our subconscious mm -hmm. mind. So it actually takes a second level of commitment. You've got to push through that phase two, that one to two week period where your brain fights you. Okay. So what this is, it's a defense mechanism and your brain is like, ah, hey, I see. if this thing isn't truly important, it's not worth putting in the subconscious because yeah. once it goes in there, it's going to stay there. Right. So your brain kind of tests you like, is this really important? Because if it's not, I want it gone. Right. And that's why it's so hard to stick to stuff after like a month. Because your brain is physiologically fighting against you mm -hmm. as a defense mechanism for keeping itself efficient. It's actually your brain doing something super efficient. So if you can sort of push past that two-week period, mm -hmm. you can push through that slump, that plateau, and get into what I call subconscious succession, mm -hmm. which is that period where things actually become natural. Right. Things actually start to automate in your life and really become habits that are going to stick with you. That's where the magic really happens. And those short-term changes mm -hmm. truly become lifelong results. Oh, that's, that's really good. You have me thinking now. That's really good. It's really, really good. <laughs> What's the best part of you remember book? that. I yeah. use the assistant that I call the one, two, three habits process. Go ahead. And you're going to pick, you're going to pick one focus at a time. All right. So we all want to change all of, all the things about our lives at the right. same time. Right. Mm -hmm. like, you do that, you're going to go into it and you're going to be like burned out in two days. Right. <laughs> So pick one to focus on first. That's your okay. step one. Then you're going to do it for two months, harnessing those two superpowers together. All right. And then you're going to use three daily habits to do that. So one focus, making three daily habits every day to harness your two superpowers together. One, two, three habits. Okay. Three days. Okay. So pick, pick one focus, three days, yep. right? Do, and it for, do it for two months. Two months. Okay. Three, three habits every day. 
three habits every day. Okay. Yep. One focus. So my mental health was my focus. Mm-hmm. I had, I did it for two months doing mm-hmm. three daily tasks, three right. daily habits were my music, my multivitamin and my affirmations. Gotcha. Oh, okay. For my, yeah, for my physical health clients, I often recommend you do sleep, exercise and water. As your first three, if you're starting into a health journey, those are the first three you should start with. Mm-hmm. Do those every single day. Make sure you're getting enough sleep, which is about six to nine hours. Make sure you're getting at least 30 minutes of exercise and about 100 ounces of water. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens here is the, the, the number three is so powerful in the universe. Yeah. The triangle is the strongest structure in the universe. There's, I mean, the, the trinity, all these number three. So what happens is your three habits actually make it easier for each other to happen. So yeah. like, for example, on the days that you exercise, you're naturally going to drink more water. On mm-hmm. the days that you exercise and drink more water, you will be able to sleep better. And mm-hmm. on the days that you sleep better, you'll have more energy to exercise the next day. So your habits actually play off each other and they help yeah. each other to happen. Absolutely. So that's why we want to choose three under one focus. That's good. All right, audience, you heard that now. Everyone that needs to get fit needs to get, well, just to have a great lifestyle. I know water was my thing, so I had to definitely do that, and I enjoy exercising. I think seven years ago, I, well, yeah, about seven years ago, I started integrating um, meditation and exercise, regardless. I don't, if the house is burning down, maybe I'll, I'll disregard it, <laughs> but I do not, I didn't even go to work. I don't even go to work unless those two things are done. You know, awesome. <laughs> you I know, those two that. together. That's what I do too. Yeah, uh, they, 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 they go together. You know, that the meditation affirmations, all that goes together. And it, I don't, I don't sway from it. So it's really, it's really important. So, yeah, I, I, I know how important that is. I really do. And I, and you gave me some new tips. I know you gave my audience some new tips. I like all of that. So tell us what you would tell any woman or any man to encourage them and empower them. Whatever the thing is that you want, do it for two months. Give yourself the time to actually make a change. So often we want something to be a little bit different, but we can't stick with it long enough for it to actually last. And that's where frustration comes from. So give yourself the power to use the amazing, (coughs) excuse me. Mm -hmm. Give us a moment, ladies and gentlemen, Susie B is just uh, clearing her throat a little bit. Sorry, I apologize. That's okay. Anyway, so use your two months to really harness the powers you have. Right. You have everything inside you that you need to succeed. Right. Your conscious, your subconscious, and your amazing body. Give yourself the focus Mm -hmm. of one pillar, the time of two months to harness your two superpowers. Okay. Doing those three simple daily tasks every day. Wonderful. Got it. Wonderful. This is great information. Thank you very much for this. Now, Susie B, how can we find you? I know you, your, your name is, is so uh, unique that we probably just buzz you around and find you, but we want to be specifically and targeted, as you say, focused on finding you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You can find me on any social media platform at Susie B Life. And then uh, my websites, I've got two. 
Mm-hmm. One is livelifeconscious.com. That's where you can find all of my work, my books, and everything about me. And then my other one is where you can find my actual programs for my one-to-one personal training or um, life coaching. Okay. And that is at suzybhabits.com. Wonderful. Well, Susie B., it's been wonderful having you on. And thank you for so much good information and steps into the right direction um, with having a great habit and some a great lifestyle headed in the right direction. And I know that, you know, my audience are hopefully that they will, some of them in your area will give you a buzz and will contact you and get started on the way. Um, and we that. appreciate, oh, I to sure. I also have a, a podcast and uh, oh, tell us about that. Go yeah, ahead. It's called habits and humor. Uh-huh. And, uh, we use embarrassing moments to teach habits and life lessons. So oh, that's great. come for a good laugh and a good story and it'll make it memorable for you so that you can make progress <laughs> in a way that's, that's very good. Thank you so much. And we want to thank you again, Susie B. We want to thank you audience for being here because you could be anywhere else, but you're here with us today. This is Edna White and my guest. Susie B. signing out for today. Bye for now.